Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Pokey Tower Podcast. All right, are we live? Can you guys hear me? Can everyone hear me? Testing one, two, three, three, two, one. Test, test. Can you guys hear that? Yo, what's up? Devin is not here right now, guys. We have to uh, we have to do without Devin for right now. He's he was getting some work done on his car, so he's he will be here, um, but it'll be a little bit uh, a little bit before he gets here. I just told him he could show up late. Where's the popcorn guy? <laughs> that would be Ben. Ben brought the popcorn. Ivy, what's up? Pokey Ben, what's up? Machado, what's up? Michael, how you guys doing? Chris Rossetti, the MVP. Chris is still our MVP. He's been slipping the last few weeks. He's still our MVP. I'll give him that. Voltified, what's up? How's it going, guys? Let me see if I can pop this chat out so I can actually see what you guys are saying. That would be nice, right? Let me see if I can do that. There we go. All right. That'll work like that. You shrink this down. All right. So we can go ahead and start with the questions. Um, and yeah, Devin, Devin should be here shortly and then we'll be good to go. Pokey J, what's up? Let's see. <laughs> Who's seen the whatnot app? I've seen it. I don't know anything about it. I have, I know nothing about it. Uh, let's see what else we got. Can I have four hidden fates? If you're referring to these ones, they're empty. They're all empty. I've opened them all. Um, it's just there for display. All my hidden fates is opened. What's my favorite color? Black or teal? Probably Probably both. Chris Rosetti's tuning in and out if he's not asking too much. That's all right. No worries. We'll be here when you get back, most likely. No problem. Alex, what's up, man? We wonder. I've seen someone sell vivid voltage packs three for 40 bucks live. What is this madness? I have, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what people are doing these days. Pokey Hub, what's up? Appreciate you stopping by. Pokey Ben, can I have the Gengar plushie? Uh no. That's that was a birthday gift. That was gifted to me. I heard you are a PSA middleman. I am I'm not a PSA middleman. I don't know who told who told you that. Tell me who told you that. I'm not. I grade cards, but I am not a PSA middleman. Ace Bomb, what's up, man? Good evening. I'm terrible at keeping sealed product. Me too. That's why I'm, none of this stuff is really sealed. I mean, this little Charmander box is sealed, but only because it looks cool. That's it. That's it. Hey, there's only two options when you want to get rare cards. It's either you buy the rare cards yourself or you rip packs. There's really no other way. Can we talk about how big of a flop Champions Path was? Pretty big flop. I mean, time will only tell, right? Time will only tell. I, 
I can tell you this. I, I am not a fan of 1200 PSA 10 Charizards right now, uh, rainbow or shiny, but maybe, maybe the supply still doesn't meet the demand. You know, there's, there's like millions of new collectors every day since like 2019. So I wouldn't be surprised if the supply still can't meet the demand. Does that mean that Charizard's going to be, you know, 500 bucks for the rest of forever? I don't know. But um, I can tell you the demand is a lot higher than it was in 2018. So that right there is like, that's a concern. I mean, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I think it's too soon to tell. I think short term should totally just like chill out on Charizard's. Um, but yeah, the rest of the set, not in on it. Can I have your friendship? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Someone said it on TikTok. I don't know who said that. Not me. Um, <laughs> Shivam, not Shivam's a great middleman. I would, I would recommend him before anyone else. Um, just because we're, we're very closely aligned on how business should be ran. Uh, what's the most expensive card in my collection, man? Uh, if Devin was here, I could crack open the safe. It's, it's going to be a PSA nine base set Charizard, probably just over a couple grand right now. I'd whip it out, but I don't want to leave you guys. Uh, both five. I saw someone selling Alakazam V box for 60. Holy moly. What? Jeez. Love the new Gengar greasy t-shirt. Is it for sale? Uh, probably not this one. Um, we were thinking about, we were thinking about making one, but, um, we're not sure yet. We're not sure what we want to do, but there will be a small line of, um, a very small line of merch, I guess you could say. Uh, let's see here. Does PSA grade half grades? I was thinking about whole numbers, but I've seen some on eBay sometimes. Yeah, I think they do. Once, once you get below a eight, no, once you get below a nine, you can get half grades. I have a Charizard that's an eight and a half. Um, but it's not a, it's not a very common thing. I wouldn't be surprised if like you had a 6.5 and they're like, just give them the six. <laughs> My guy's a sipper and ripper. He doesn't keep sealed. Yeah, pretty much. That's true. Sip and rip. Have some fun. Can you train me? I want to perform on stage. I want to be looking like Buzzwool. Uh, I used to, I used to be a personal trainer. I mean, I still am a personal trainer, but I don't train anyone right now. I don't train anyone. Uh, you want to perform on stage? That's a, that's a, that's a big feat. Props to anyone who does that. Dark squad. Yeah. Right. The dark squad. I see. I got a secret Charizard PSA 10 for six sixty five. worth it. I don't know. What are your, what are your plans with it? Are you trying to flip it? Probably not. You probably had to sit on it for a while. If you're trying to flip it. Um, if you just want it, I don't see why that isn't a bad price. Depends. The answer is always, it depends. It, it depends on, you know, the situation. What are some cards from evolutions that you would recommend getting graded besides Charizard? I've done this. I've done this on my TikTok. The, I think the Mewtwo full art is a great one. I think the Dragonite full art is another great one. Um, I have a Pidgeot full art. Uh, there's a lot of the cards with the gold trim around them are going to be good ones. Um, what else? I think that's, those will probably be some ones. And then some of the trainer cards are not bad. <clears throat> not Shivam did share a video with $0 and now he has 
video started with zero dollars and now he has a first edition Zard. LOL. Yeah, no, that that is true. He did. He really did do that. I mean, anyone can do it. What's your ethnicity? Gengar. No. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a mutt, dude. I'm a bunch of things. Pacific Islander, Hispanic, probably a bunch of other European things. Sicilian. Take my first edition Dark Blastoise Hollow. No, I considered it. I know Devin showed it to me a while ago. Uh, we might have to revisit that. Bro, ripping Shining Fates is going to be so fun. I want that shiny coughing. I don't know if I'm buying it for sure or if I'm getting buying for... Oh, you know what? Shining Fates update. So I had a, uh, a pre-order for Shining Fates and uh, it just got canceled. It just got canceled. So is that bad news? I don't know. Um, but yeah, $300 order just gone. I don't know how I feel about it. I wasn't even going to write the, uh, the seller because yeah, I'm, I'm not really worried about it for some reason. It just, it didn't happen, but no shining fates will be fun for sure. I'm not going to deny that. Thanks. Greasy just picked up vivid voltage, amazing rares and Pikachu full art PGV max for hundred bucks. Holy cow. Haven't bought a vivid voltage pack because of you, but Hey, if that's what you like, you know what I mean? I don't want to, um, I don't want to push anyone away from like having fun, you know, ripping open packs. Cause it, it's totally viable to just pull, um, you know, great packs and get good cards at the same time. But if you, if, if you like, if you like what I've taught you, yeah, absolutely. You'll do well. You'll do very well. You guys keep focused on English cards as I snatch up all the Japanese. What do you prefer English or Japanese Japanese? Um, actually we hit on a lot of Japanese in our podcast on Tuesday. Who was it? Who listened to the podcast on Tuesday? Uh, we talked a lot about Japanese right now. Um, we're looking at, uh, Japanese, uh, rocket, Japanese fossil and Japanese jungle. I still think, you know, because there's probably three or four cards in each set. And because you're guaranteed a hollow in a Japanese vintage pack, your chances of, of pulling a nine or a 10 and it, you know, grading that chase card, not a chase card, but a hollow in general from that era, you'll do really well. Um, no, but I do, I do have mainly English cards, mainly English. What about the hollow mute from evolutions? Is it worth grading? I have one graded. I got a PSA nine. It's for my personal. I don't know if it's worth grading. It, it comes down to math. If you got a, if you pulled a mu from a pack and you graded it on a bulk uh, submission, you know, you're, you're probably only $20 invested. So being $20 in now it is okay. Can I sell a PSA nine for 40 plus to make any money? It, that's all it comes down to guys. It, it's never, is it worth it? It comes down to that. And it comes down if you like the card and if the population or demand supports the sale of that card, that's all there is to it. You can do it with any card. Got to do the math. So make sure you guys study up on math. Pokey Ben, before the pandemic hit, I was on a fitness journey from 250 to 200. Oh, awesome. That's great. Ace Bond, let me know if you want any Shining Fates trainer boxes. I can get them at 60. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, we should be okay. Uh, my mom, with her, she got her whole retail deal going on. So she'll probably um, 
have some sealed product for us, but I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. If I can't find one sealed box, I will literally just go buy every rare card on my own. Just the way it is. I'm, I'm not, not really, uh, I opened hidden fates, you know, till there was like no more hidden fates. So it, I just not phased by that. Um, yeah, Pokey J, that's a great feat, man. Let's see. Can you do more videos on shipping cards, eBay or selling bulk on eBay? What exactly do you want to know? Because I've pretty much shared everything you need to know, right? You use bulk mailers, you use stamps, you use top loaders and team bags. That's, that's what you do. Um, and you make sure that when you sell the card with free shipping, uh, that it works out mathematically. Devin's here. What's up guys. All right. Devin's in Devin's in the chat. Um, but what do you want to know specifically about shipping bulk or, you know, anything really, a lot of people got hung up on first class. They got hung up on first class shipping. They're like, how are you doing free shipping? If it costs $4 to send it and you're selling a $2 card. And it's like, dude, you select free shipping because when you select free shipping, the buyer cannot leave you a ding on, on shipping because it was free. You get what you pay for. Um, and it's very widely understood that when you're selling these cards for a dollar or $2, it's widely understood amongst the hobby that this is going to come in a plain white envelope with the top loader and a little bit of protection like that. Widely understood. And then the next thing people will say, well, it's a huge risk. What if they say they never got it? Cause there's no tracking. Who cares? It's a dollar. I've already explained this multiple times that it's, it's volume based guys. You're, you're, you're selling 50, 100, 200 bolt cards like weekly. That's what you're trying to do. So a dollar here, dollar there shouldn't phase you. Um, and that's the business aspect of it. Can you stomach that if someone asks for a refund? Um, and I've probably sold close to a thousand cards in 2020 and I had two returns, two people claim they didn't get the card. So dollar here, dollar there just doesn't, doesn't bother me. Where do you get your packs from? All the stores are always out of stock. Um, I mean, Target, Walmart, and then I buy them like Danny Phantom. When he has product, I try to buy from him. Our local card store stays really bulked up. Can you close it? Do you have your phone with you? Uh, I do have my phone with me. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to figure out where we're at right now. Oh, we're right here. Hey, how's my mic sound, everyone? Let me know in the chat. You're good. We're good? You're good. I feel all like right. mine probably isn't working again, but it's all right. Um, yeah. Where was I at? Um, we have a local card store that does well. And then my mom, like I said, she started her own business. So we're very lucky. Okay. Let's see here. Jose, don't worry about it, man. You can always get back on. You can always get back on. I wouldn't even trip. I just sent 40 Japanese cards to PSA. Holy cow. That's awesome. Awesome. Team Rocket's a good set. It really is. And it's something I don't have a lot of. Want a first edition dark Charizard more than a base set one. I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, that's cool. Everyone's got their own. That's the best thing about legitimate Pokemon card collecting is everyone likes everything. Like there's so many, so many different collectors um, out there. Believe it or not, not everyone likes Charizard and I, I'm cool with that. Totally cool with that. Uh, let's see what else. When it comes to shipping cards on eBay, you said you do it with a normal envelope and regular stamp. How do you give the tracking number? Hopefully I covered that. Also, I haven't done it myself, yeah. but US, yeah. uh, USPS, they offer um, tracking, like a, 
a little tracking uh, number or code that you could put on envelopes that are stamped. How much does that cost? Um, last time I checked into it, they said it was free, which I don't understand. But for like a roll of 50 of these labels, it was free. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Um, I, I can't speak on it. I don't know much about it. Um, it's something that if you were worried about uh, sending tracking for stamped mail, that's something you could look into. I haven't really been too worried about you it. Research but, it. But yeah. in, again, we're, we're talking the, the idea on the bulk, right? So if you sold your bulk to a card store, if you sold a uh, reverse non-hollow common or uncommon, you're going to get like seven cents or five cents, right? The idea is, is that when you sell it for a dollar fifty on eBay, because you'll with free shipping, you'll sell it for a dollar fifty. The idea is that now you're making thirty cents on a card that you would have only made five cents on. You're making six times the amount of money that a card store would pay you. That's the idea, and you have to do this hundreds of thousands of times over, which is why it's called bulk. You you have tons of these things. Um, if you're just doing one or two cards, of course you're not going to see the value in it. See, check, check. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Everything's perfect. Appreciate that, guys. Grab your popcorn. Devin's in the house. Yeah, he had some. He, he had to work on his car for a second, but he's here. The messed up thing too is the parts still didn't fit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so you gotta wait another day. Another day, it's gonna be on the on the jacks. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna try to get a few boxes from 23K to support him. Yeah, the, he was actually selling some uh, Japanese starter decks that I wanted to buy, but um. I just didn't partition my money that way, but I, I will probably make a purchase from 23K. He's a cool guy. He's got some funny videos too, which cracks me up. I do have a dark Charizard near mint. Devin reserved it. <laughs> okay. I see how it is. I see how it is. What's good. Is that how you, how do you say your name? Zabiel? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. Zabiel Garcia, what's up, man? I don't, I don't mean to butcher your name. Uh, let's see here. Hold on now. Pokey Ben, yeah, good dude. Ordered from him a couple times. Sweet, sweet. I really like the um, the mystery boxes that he's been offering because it has like old school Burger King toys and things like that, which is that's just awesome. Uh, we got sixteen people in the chat. If you guys can do me a favor, like the video right now. Hit the like button, please. Um, all right, let's get back to the questions. Bastion Ramirez. What do you say? He says, I send like 21 cards. To, I think I sent like 21 cards to PSA on October and they're still on the first step. How long does it take to get the cards back? Depending on the service level that you chose, uh, which I'm guessing was some type of bulk order. If you sent 21 of them, uh, six to eight months is what they're saying. Uh, six eight months. Yeah. But right now PSA is having some, some backups, but we haven't really seen how long a bulk order takes. Like this is our first one since PSA has been backed up since it. Yeah. Okay. So before there was delays, it took me five months to get my bulk back. Um, it was almost 40 cards in my last, that was in, that was in May. So I sent a box in May. We got it back in October. Smash that like button. That's so he sent, he said he sent it in October. We sent one, uh, September, right? September. We sent a bulk. I sent two bulk orders in September. Yeah. In September. And mine are on level. My Yu-Gi-Oh is on level three. And then what's our, what's the other one on? You know what? I haven't checked it recently, but level one, I'm pretty sure it's still at level one. So I Bastion, I would say, Hey, don't really worry about it too much. Um, they're going to get through. Yeah. And if they, if they've been scanned for processing, that's a good thing. That means they arrived PSA and they're just sitting there on a shelf. 
So patience, guys. Good yeah. things come with waiting. Please just uh, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep keep submitting during this dead time. Too. Oh, I'll see someone uh, later on in the chat says, uh, boys from Canada, PSA takes uh, takes long. Last sub I did was eight months. Mm-hmm. So I believe it. That, and uh, to me, that's not yeah. bad. You know, if you're if you sent 30, 40, 50 cards, I don't see an issue waiting eight months. You know what I mean? Like, um, well, I don't know if everyone caught the strategy that we're doing, but we'll be sending a box every month for the next year. Minimum of 20 cards. Minimum. Uh, what's your take on buying online? That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. Um, we, we, we look up cards that are, uh, that are undervalued. We make sure that the condition is there and then we increase the value by grading them. You do it offer up. You could do it. Troll and toad. You could do it. Uh, eBay, eBay. You could do a uh, player, TCG player, whatever one you're more comfortable with. Me and Denny are just more comfortable with eBay. Denny, Denny showed me how to look up and find cards on eBay. So that's where I started out. That's where I'm more comfortable. That's how I've been doing things. Yeah. And as far as Denny, I think he feels the same way. So there's really no wrong way to do it. You could, you can go anywhere um, to look for these cards. And as long as you find a deal, I mean, it's a deal. Yeah. The idea is to just get the card at the best price you can get it and the best condition. So wherever that is, do it. Um, but I'll tell you this, you know, having an eye, on spotting, you know, deficiencies on cards is a skill. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted. Uh, let's see. Osman, we already hit some of his comments. Uh, the next one up, he says, I have, have you guys checked out MNT grading? I'm in Toronto. I used MNT last time, six day return. I've never, I've, I don't, I've never heard of MNT. I think I might've seen like one slab on eBay, but, um, I've never inquired about them or know anything about them. So I'm not going to speak about it. MNT. I don't know. Is that like a middle for service or is it actual, is it an actual um, like grading company? Yeah, I, I think know. it's an actual grading company. MNT. We have we have memberships, and we we want to get our money worth out of our memberships. That's why we submit them ourselves. Yeah, he, grading yeah. Company. yeah. No, I've never heard of <clears throat> MNT. Um, yeah, I, I guess we can. We'll look it up. But no, I my my go tos are are still just PSA, BGS, and then a, a quick third is um SGC. And then I, I watch CGC from afar, but I'm not really a fan. Yeah, like, for example, I'm watching a, a, a CGC Hidden Fate Charizard, one like yours. But I think it's a, a, it's a 10. And the bid started out real low, but it's getting out there now. So I'm less interested in it. That's for sure. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Voltify, it says the podcast has taught us so many things. Appreciate all the good work. No, Awesome. Thank you guys for listening. We wouldn't, I mean, without you guys, we can't teach anyone. So just thanks for listening. And I'm glad that it actually helps. Um, Ace bomb. What Pokemon you guys want from shining fates right off the top of my head. Obviously we all want the Charizard, but right off the top of my head, it's um grim snarl, shiny, shiny, full art, grim snarl. Just insane. Insane. You seen it? Yeah. He's all white. Yeah. And the Shining Grim Snows are cool. Really cool looking. Probably won't be valuable, so I'll be able to get it pretty easily, I bet. But I'm glad they did a way be- they did a way better job in the artwork on this one than they did on the initial one they did with the VMAX. I was like, that was not cool at all. Looked like a Power Ranger. Is you know? Ditto? Ditto VMAX in there, Ditto's right? in there. Ditto VMAX, Shiny Ditto VMAX is in there. That's I think that's probably the one I'm most excited for. 
that the one when I saw that when they released it and the Japanese stuff, I was like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I'm excited on Ditto. Ditto such a troll card that I think it'd be it'd be cool to have. Oh, he looks way better. A shiny blue. one. He looks way better. Yeah. blue. for sure. Shining coughing underrated. Oh, for sure. I'm on with that. Sharing your vid boys. Great chat. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. You don't have to, but we appreciate it. What do you think on those cards that are split? For example, I have those two cards with the legendary dogs. Oh, oh, I think those are uh, legend cards where there's yeah. one half and then another half. Yeah, yep. we've talked about those. I think they're great. I think they're great. Yeah, I think those are uh, highly collectible. Talk about highly collectible. You got to get two cards to basically finish off one. Yeah. And then if you were to get them in both tens or nines or in like yeah, a set of graded. To, right. You, you I can see some value there for sure. Getting them graded in the same condition, you know. I think um, I think a good example of that is the uh, Dark Ryan Cresselia. Yeah. The dark, sure. the dark Ryan Cresselia, the uh, Legend card sells for a lot raw and graded. So, Yeah, and we, we talked about that one on Halloween. I, I was in the running to get it, and I ended up buying a PSA 10 Dark Ryan by itself, a full art from like Breakpoint, I think. They got a lot of those. I think they have a Rayquaza and, and Deox. Yeah, they got the Legendary Dogs. They got the Legendary Dogs, like Which all of them duo together. And then they have a... Artwork is one of a kind. They have a Lugia and a Ho-Oh one. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board with those. I think those yeah. are great. Oh, I think I don't think I don't think there's a lot of attention right now Great to those cards to invest in. And you yep. know, I hate that word. You guys know I hate that, but yeah, but it is yeah. almost, it almost, it is almost like a traditional investment. Cause you're gonna have to wait a while. Mm-hmm. To see no one, no one's, yeah. a lot of the new collectors aren't even aware that that stuff exists, but when they do like they have with other things, it, we can assume that these things are going to happen and repeat themselves. Hey, Matthew K. Thanks for showing up, man. He said, Hey there, just made it. Uh, yeah, he, just got he, to work. He commented on our last video and he was like, Hey, when, when is this show come on? I was like Thursdays at five and he was there. So that's cool. Yo, what have I missed so far? I don't want to wait till uh, Tuesday's audio. Uh, some shining fates, some shipping tips. Um, that's, I mean, we, we kind of, I even missed a little bit that Japanese guy. So cards. we talked about Japanese. Just, I mean, the normal stuff. I, I don't, I can't really. Wait, this audio is going to be uploaded Saturday, right? Saturday. Yeah, this will be up Saturday on your podcast platforms. Yeah. Uh, Saturday morning-ish. The video is uploaded at night, though, on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so if you missed anything, that guy, just go back to the video after we're done. It'll be on uh, on Denny's YouTube. Ace Bond says, fun fact, Shining Charizard was gold until Pokemon Crystal. I had no idea. Really? What's your favorite gold star Pokemon? Jeez. Um, That's hard because the, there's uh, gold stars are sick. So I don't know. Um, I haven't, I haven't, none have been on the top five on our podcast and I haven't really uh, allocated a lot of time to even know all the gold stars. Let me see here. What's your favorite gold star? Well, I mean, Probably Rayquaza. Rayquaza Gold Star where he's like a shiny. Yeah, we looked at that. Yeah. Yep. No, that's a great card, but I don't know if it'd be my favorite. There's there's a lot. And gold cards are, you know, one of the Hey, is there favorite. is there a Lugia gold card? I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. Chat, if you guys know if there's a Lugia gold card, that would probably be the one for me. Either the Rayquaza or Lugia for sure. Let's see. Uh, Alexio, let's see. Started collecting those DBZ figures you got in the back there from two years ago. You guys collecting them as well? These ones, um, no, I'm not really, I guess I am collecting them. I really, what it was, 
when I started buying cards and stuff in 2018, I ended up buying, um, I was buying toys and stuff to fill out the shelf. That's all that really was. And I was like, Oh, DBZ sweet. It wasn't really like collecting. It was just, I need space fillers and I like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Chris was Eddie best non MVP moment. I sent my first bulk order in and 30 cards total, but only registered 26. It did arrive though. And had to call PSA. Oh, sweet. Wait. So what, what do you mean by registered 26? You couldn't find the other four in their database. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I'm interested in hear more about that story and how you resolved it. I'm sure everyone else would like to know that too. Yeah. Uh, Jose Lopez. So what set are they from? Uh, not sure. The, oh, the, the, the legend cards. Yeah. The legend cards. Oh crap. They're, um, Is that, they're like 2013. So what you'd want to do, mm. they're like 2012, 2013. Um, I have them on my watch list. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can pull it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Who? I'm trying to think. What is that? Is that? That's not like heart gold and soul silver. It is. It is. Is it? Yeah, it is. Heart gold, soul silver. Um, but let's keep going through. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll look for it. Uh, Matthew K. Did y'all get my email? Mention a greasy buy. Um. Uh, maybe. Let me see. I did get some emails today. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, we did. I did spell slinger. Yeah. I got your emails. Those will be, we'll get those on the podcast. Um, Tuesday, those questions for sure. Appreciate you sending that over. You guys can send questions to us all the time at the pokey tower podcast at gmail.com always. And we'll, we'll try to answer every question on the podcast. If we don't, here we go. Yeah. Heart gold, soul silver. Um, the Ryko and, uh, Entei one is on there too. So heart gold, soul silver 2010 is actually that one. I believe the Cresselia, Dark Rise around that time too. Art's one of a kind. Let's see here. Do you have any completed Pokemon sets? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, 1997 Pocket Monsters. I have all 151. The, with the exception of the Secret Rares. So I don't have file number 000. And then I don't have um, the one at the end of that. But I have every card 1 through 151. All the hollows. I wonder... It's in a binder. I had it out last week. How can I? I got a shiny Torchic in Pokemon Go, so I might buy a gold Torchic at some point. Wow, that'd be cool. How did you start your vintage collection? Oh, man. Um, well, it started by me opening up modern packs because that's what I saw what um, PokeRev was doing. And then he got into the vintage stuff, and I didn't have a lot of money at the time. So I was like, how do I do this? So I started learning about selling bulk. When I started selling bulk and recuperating some money off of the uh, modern stuff, that's when I finally had the guts to put more money into vintage, um, which is when I bought my uh, base set booster box um, last like January, February-ish time frame. Paid 4500 bucks for the box, um, and we got like 11 hollows out of it or something like that. Uh, let's see here. But that's, that's pretty much it. I started the vintage Pokemon collection because of PokeRev. I was watching YouTube content and I was like, dude, I want to do this. Um, but yeah, some money out of my pocket and some money out of selling bulk cards, which is why I try to teach people how to do it. I had a lot of bulk. We bought a lot of Pokemon cards when I first started because I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I had to buy cards to start to understand 
what's what's going on in Pokemon in 2018, 2019. Uh, I got a, I got a shiny Torchic in Pokemon Go, so I might. Yeah, I hit that one. We are on we're on Chris Rosetti now. Okay, I see. Here we go. When I was logging them and it wasn't saving it, I thought I'd logged everything. I sent 30 cards, and then when I checked, it's 26 items. So I realized after I sent. Well, do you have any duplicates? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because if, if you have duplicates, it'll only show 26. Like, say, if you had two of one card and two of another, that those would it would be 30 total cards, but it'll show two next to the card. So, but if it's not, then I totally understand what you're saying. They will, they'll, they'll handle it. They'll handle it with you. That guy says, so I more or less know the Pokemon you guys like, but what's your, what's your least favorite Pokemon card and least favorite Pokemon in game? Right now, my least favorite Pokemon card is Cinderace. You'll see a video on TikTok tonight, guys. Be ready for it. Um, um, in the game? Man. Oh, let's see. That's a that's a good question, actually. My, my least favorite Pokemon card? Oh, I know what it is. It's that... Um, that's a good question. It's that... Uh, I think it's a, there's a Hypno... There's a hypno in evolutions and it's kind of like a weird art and I've never liked the original hypno. No, not the original one. It's oh. like a weird, like it kind of looks like that secret, that secret rare, uh, executor, like, Oh, the, okay. yeah, like yeah, yeah. weird art. Mm-hmm. I think it's a hypno. That's like that. And I think it's an ugly looking card. I don't like hypno as it is. Oh man. So, okay. I'm not, I am not with that reverse hollow Cinderace that is all over TikTok right now. And it, I just not in on it, but, um, Man, a Pokemon? I try to think because it would have to be someone that I like battled a lot. Um, that's I, I can't think of any in the game that I that I despise right now. Least favorite in the game? It would, it's probably any po- like if I'm playing Sword and Shield, like if I'm in the wild area or something like that, and I just I'm like booking it through the grass, and someone gets in my way. It's like I hate that Pokemon at that moment. I don't like the I don't like the donkey. Mud, mudslide, mudbray. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. I think I think it's just like a poorly made Pokemon. It's like <laughs> it's like the worst idea. He's just a donkey with with yeah, braids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> it's like what? That's a good one. Uh, let's see here. So it's not technically resolved. Yeah, I get it. Uh, let's see. I have seven k of bulk. I was going to send them to Safari Zone. Now I'm going to sell them on eBay thanks to you. Hey, it's a grind. But it's totally worth it if you. I'm telling the math works. You got to buy bulk mailers on Amazon. You got to buy bulk team bags. You got to have top loaders on hand. You got to have all the supplies ready. You got to have bulk uh, forever stamps that you know are 40, 50 cents a pop. But once you have all those supplies and then you start listing cards and you do the math after fees and all that stuff, it, it works. Totally works. I would not lie to you guys and tell you guys to do it and then not do it. You know what I mean? That's just. I would not do that. It's a, it would be a waste of my time to make all this content on selling bulk. And then I don't even do it myself. Yeah. And just to add on to that, I have probably just about the same amount of bulk, about seven K I counted it all out. And, uh, I have, I haven't sent it into a uh, Pokemon Coliseum yet because I'm, I'm contemplating like, should mm, I do this myself? Should I do this myself? Or should I just, you know, take the easy way out and just, because, you know, selling it to a card store, is lose, totally almost, lose over half, you know, the yeah. amount of value that's actually there. So I, I bet you, if we did the math for Devin, like, so with 7,000 cards, he would get almost 200, 200 bucks. 
And I bet you if we did the math card for card, we could probably get around 400 to 600 for that same bulk. Not even lying. Yeah, I believe it. It would take longer to sell, and it's a lot more work, a lot more time, a lot more effort. But why wouldn't you take an extra $200 on cards you know, that help you create your collection? You know what I mean? Totally. Hey, just a, a quick thing that – so everyone in, in chat, there's a guy named Blake Hendry. That's my buddy. If you guys have been listening to the podcast, that's my buddy who bought the wrong Charizard that ended up having a banger card. <laughs> that's him. So go blow him up. Go say what's up. But that's him right there, Blake Hendry. He's the one that bought the wrong the uh, wrong promo Charizard. Yeah. But it's still a hitter. Uh, let's see here. Anything Scrafty, especially Scrafty from C- He gets pretty annoying really fast. Voltified says, TikToker saying, invest in this Cinderace now. Link in my bio. Yeah. You guys are going to see a video tonight, but let me ask you something. If it was so rare. I've seen that Cinderace card, and I'm like... If it was so rare because of the print, why are you selling it? Come on, guys. We're, we we know better than this. You'll see a video here very soon. Uh, if you guys can create a Pokemon, what type would it be? And what would you call it? And would it have an evolution? Ooh. Whoa. Um, mine would definitely have an evolution. I would have three. I feel like the best Pokemon always have three evolutions. I would create a dark dragon. Only dark. Yeah. What? Uh, dark, dark dragon. He'd be weak against fighting. He'd be weak against fairy. But I would give him move sets that would like ice those guys because he'd be fast enough to just smoke them. How about that? And would he have an evolution? No, he would be like pseudo legendary. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> that's. I'll probably do like a psychic dragon. I don't ever see one of those. Oh, that's a good one too. Like, have you ever? Is there a Pokemon that's a psychic dragon? I don't think so. Because I think there's. I don't think he has too many uh, super effective types against him. If it's a psychic and a dragon. Yeah. Cool. No, that's a that's a good one. Uh, let's see here. Oh crap! Hold on. What's going? On? <laughs> Yeah, I got lost in the chat, guys. Expensive that card is. Yeah, don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the good stuff out tonight. I feel you both on that one. Yeah. Someone claims they bought a CG bought a nine and nine point five CGC slabs. Took it the cards out, submitted it PSA and got tens. No, I believe it. We talked about this last week too. Yeah. Um, you know, CGC could be grading cards harder, but that's gonna steer people away that are running a business because they want as many tens as possible. So that's why I think PSA is actually very fair on what their grading is. They they have the criteria on their website. They tell you, if you want a PSA 10, you got to do this. PSA 9, this. And they go all the way down to one. They tell you exactly what you what you can get away with on a card. Um, and I know other companies do that too. But, you know, CGC being strict is great for collectors because that means collectors are like, look, dude, there's only like so many of these because it's so hard to grade. It's this, that, and the other. But who's going to start submitting cards to a place where they know they can't get tens? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, that's why we water down standards everywhere we go, because if it's too hard, no one wants to do it. And I don't not necessarily <laughs> agree with that, but I think PSA is fair. That's the word. I think I think PSA is fair, too, fair. because if you look at the guidelines for like a, a, a 10, a 9 or whatever, mm-hmm. they're not unfair at all. Like, right. like up, like straight, straight up. When you look at them, and you read them, you're like, that's not totally unachievable. Right. But you got to remember that not every card is perfect straight from factory straight out of the pack. It's not perfect. Right. So 
Oh, Although yeah. it's almost like the Charizard little epidemic we had, or you know, where everyone was blowing up like, oh, dude, Charizard's not that rare. Charizard's not that rare. Charizard's not that rare. Everyone has one. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a PSA 10. Everyone has a PSA 10. Everyone has a PSA 10. Well, guess what? Everyone's hip to PSA now. Everyone's a collector. Everyone's a grader. So you're going to see all that stuff funneled in on TikTok of all these people with Begemant 10s on PSA yeah. from PSA. And at the same time, um, if there's only like 200, like that's a lot. 200 is a big pop. A thousand. Well, we're talking like 1200 now yeah. for like Champions Path. Yeah, that's crazy. But if there's like 1200 10s and there was like 5,000 of these cards printed, it's still, it's still rare. You yeah. I mean, it's still valuable. Right. right, right. We've talked about this. There's only going to be so many tens out there before there's no more tens left. That's, and that's, we mentioned that we mentioned that too. I just mentioned that not too long ago. You know, we don't know, like there's like a million new Pokemon collectors, like in the last few weeks, you know what I mean? And this is going to continue to happen during the fifth, 25th year anniversary. So we could totally see, even if there's 1200 PSA 10 Charizards, it could still not meet the demand. You know what I mean? Where everyone's like, I got to have one. And then, you know, we could see, we could see prices move because of that. So there's lots of things that play into it. Um, but I would not be surprised if people are cracking CGC, CGC slabs, because I did, I have a Charizard myself. That's a nine that I'm going to crack and send to PSA because I'm a PSA member. I'm loyal to the brand. So if it gets a 10, that's great. I'm not going to make a video about it. Be like, Oh, look at that. They're CGC is better than PSA. Cause I don't think, I don't think unrealistic grading means better. I think brand means better. Service means better. Quality yeah. means better. And PSA is definitely, is definitely brand. You know, it's like, it's like getting your, if you're a reseller for your shoes, it's like getting your shoes certified by, uh, what's that X stock or whatever it is. Stock X. Yeah. Stock X or getting it, you know, verified by a swap meet grader. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, and people do this stuff to Nike and Adidas. They'll go buy a pair of Reeboks. They make a YouTube video. Let's see if the new Reebok can outwork the Nike. And they like, just do some crazy stuff to like destroy the Nike shoe. And they're like, see it ripped, but this Reebok totally survived. And it's like, what did you accomplish? People are still loyal to the brand and the quality of Nike, right? That's people like, people like the brand. They like the way it looks. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's more aesthetic and all that stuff. All that stuff counts. There's probably been, there's probably been times that you've been walking in the mall or somewhere public and you're like, what is that? You know, yeah. why is, why is, why is he wearing that? Or what is that? What kind of shirt is that? Or this or this? Yeah. It's because people like the brand. They may not necessarily like the clothes. Maybe they do. Maybe they have an interest in the clothes, but maybe they just like the brand. They're like, Hey, yeah, this is, this is the way that the brand's gone. I'm totally in, I'm totally in on it. I'm going to go, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's like PSA. PSA has a big, uh, big following. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Let's see. That was a good question though. Really good question. Um, right see. there. Uh, uh, why choose eBay over TCG player for bulk? Curious on the perspective. Um, I started on eBay. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, as far as user interface, eBay is just extremely easy. And maybe that's just because I started there. It's also why PSA or BGS. Most people say, well, cause, cause I got BGS first. It, you know what I mean? Nothing, nothing too complicated there. Um, same. And then that's what he was shown too. I just showed him eBay and he was like, all right, that's what he uses. Yeah. I was never, I could go on to learn TCG player and stuff like that and had a list, but I got an account. I just don't, use I just it. haven't, I just don't use it. And I feel like um, eBay gives slightly better uh, prices for the sellers. There are more fees, um, but I think overall, it's just a better selling platform, you know, especially if you're selling like toys or, you know, other products besides cards, it's a better place to have a collectible store, I guess. All right. Let's see here. Isaac, 
What's up? Sipping and ripping. I keep trying to read the chat from there. I can't read it. Uh, that guy. Yeah, it's just a retreat cost misprint, misprint or whatever. That's true. It is true. And I, guys, I did some research on this video I'm about to drop tonight. I, I went in. I went in. I was actually talking to Shivam about it. He was like, if you make a video, I'll make one. So be ready for that. Um, Evatel is one of my favorites of all time. It's a sick looking card. I think he's sick. Sick looking Pokemon. Yeah, I think he's sick. Mm-hmm. And I think he's coming out in an amazing rare too. So keep your eyes out. Dark Dragon with flying and poison move to cover weaknesses. Yeah. Yep. I think RNG God's right. Isn't Latios and Latios Dragon Psychic? I think so. Psychic flying? Is it psychic not flying? Even dragon, right? Yeah. I think it might that, be psychic. Because I remember that being very weak. In some games that might be true. They're like very weak. Yeah, they're supposed to be fast, hard hitters. Yep. I want an electric dragon. Glass cannon. Oh, nice. Electric dragon. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Good. Awesome. Like a bug dragon. Bug dragon. You could. You totally. Oh, that would be like a dragonfly, I guess. It would be like make Yanma like that. Why is he not dragon? Mm. Whatever. Okay, let's. He's a, he's a dragonfly. Electric, and I he's really a like bug. That. I really like that. That would have been smart, but it's all right. Um, let's see. If you had a PSA six base Charizard, would you crack it open or keep it slabbed? Keep it slabbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The work's already done. And why would not, you? Why would you? Wait. Not that you want to flip the card, but there was a PSA six Charizard that sold for like fourteen hundred bucks when Pokemon had its little skyrocket. And I'm not saying that. You why why would you crack open a slab? To regrade it. If it was already- to regrade it. Oh. If you don't agree with the grade. Oh, okay. I mean, you you got to have some serious skills to be like, I know why this got a six or didn't get a better grade than a six, and then I crack it open. And that's something I haven't even done yet. Alpha Child just got off work. Glad he made it in time. Glad you're here, oh, bro. What's up, man? What's going on? Orange you got Adidas gang. <laughs> I got. I'm I split. wear Vans. I wear Vans right now. I mean, I'm I, sp- I, wear, I wear Nike when I'm training. Yeah, but I have a, I have Adidas powerlifting shoes, so I'm like all over. The, I'm jacked up. Yep, Crocs. Let's go. <laughs> Not my thing. Leo, good afternoon. What's, What's up, going man? on? Amazing. That guy CT has an amazing rare Yavetel. Yeah, that'd be nice to get an American. Yeah, English, English. Yeah, English. Uh, Latios, Latios, or Dragon and Psychic. That's correct. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, Alpha Child. Ivy with the flames. Let's see here. Raw cards may sell higher than a six. That's that's a good point. But um, on our platform, we're not always worried about um, making money, right? So if I got a PSA six Charizard, I wouldn't crack it to simply sell it raw because I don't ethically. I think there's something wrong with that. You know what I mean? I think there's something wrong when you got a PSA six and you're you're cracking it open to sell it raw when you know it's a PSA six. I feel like that is um. There's something that doesn't rub. There's something rubs him very wrong about that, you know, um, because someone's going to have high hopes that it gets better than a six, and you're going to sell it to them at a premium because it's it's not in a slab. I don't know how I feel about that. I 100 percent agree. Do it. I agree with Dan on this on the same thing. Uh, I feel like it's a, it's a little something sketchy about that. Yeah, a little sketchy. But at the same time, I also I enjoy having my cards graded because it lets me know the quality of the card that I have or the quality of the card that I pulled or the quality that I've kept my card in. You know what I mean? Like how I've maintained it. Yeah. Let's me know like, okay, 
I have nice cards. I have good cards. I like to know the grade of my cards. And it's it's totally true. We're seeing it with the um with the Champions Path Zards. You can a PSA nine is basically selling at the price of a raw one. And there's a huge disconnect there. And I don't know who's right or who's wrong, but I can tell you that if people were cracking cards knowing that it wasn't gonna get a better grade than what it got, I think that uh just rubs me wrong. And I I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to maintain my uh reputation as a top seller on eBay, and I would hate hate to deal with a dispute like that especially on something you know as expensive as a charizard but i will tell you this i would crack a six and great regrade it myself if i believed it could get a higher grade for sure 100 percent. i'm seeing a psa zards go for 400 to 600 that that sounds about fair and i, I believe you know in, in what's the, that for a base set yeah, most likely. Oh, okay. in, in this dip right now, right? The the dip that everyone's having for Pokemon, yeah, I think it's a great time to accumulate um, vintage. Uh, let's see here. Do you guys hoop? I used to play a lot when I was in the Navy. I was actually like on a little basketball team that we played seasonally. Um, I'll still play for fun, for sure, yeah. We're both... Uh, Not a hooper, but I love, we're both, bas- I love we're both, basketball. We're both athletic. Yeah, I mean, I think we like to think we are. I love playing basketball. Believe it, boys. What's up? What's good? Ivy says make a video, and then said never mind. What video about what? Yeah, what video did you want? <laughs> you want you want to know if we can make the video or not? If you don't shoot your shot, and let us know. <laughs> I agree. I have a shadow of seven zard. So many people have told me to crack it, but I'm keeping it, so I don't care. I would do the same. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah. in the same boat with that. Let's see here. Blake, if you're gonna keep it and don't care, why not crack it? Just wondering. Um, because I don't want to regrade it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to regrade it. Yeah. Regrade it if it's already graded and P- and it's coming from PSA. Like if it came from a different grading company, if it came, from, I would understand. If it came from CGC, if it came from like GMA, which I don't even buy, but I'm just trying to give you guys examples. If it came from like a lower end grading facility. I would totally crack it and get it graded in a PSA slab because I have a PSA collection. I just want it to match. It's like my, you know, organizational OCD right there. That's all that is. Uh, let's see here. Base set unlimited. Yeah. I think it's a great time to be buying base set. I've, I've gotten multiple messages on Instagram. People are like, guys, I got this Charizard. I got this Charizard. I got this chart. I'm like, this is awesome. Good for you. I think it's a great time to buy. Articuno's from Supreme Victors came in today. Super minty. Holy! It wasn't. I, yeah, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. Go. <clears throat> that's that's a good pickup. That's a solid pickup for sure. And I think, I think, Articuno is probably the better card to get. Even though I think it it sells for less. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they sell for less. But the reason why I say that is because they made a whole lot more Articuno cards. So it seems like Articuno is more of a fan favorite. I'm talking about in like full arts. Yeah. They have the shiny Articuno. They don't have a shiny Moltres. They don't have a shiny Zapdos. So, I don't know. I think there's some some pretty good things. The more I've, I've looked in, in the card, the more I've seen it, the more I'm like, hmm, that, that is a serious banger that has some real potential. And the art on it is, like, sick. Yeah. I'm a Zapdos fan. If you guys don't know, I'm a, I'm a Zapdos fan, too. But if you guys don't know, uh, the Articuno from Supreme Victors is on the podcast. Yeah. In the Dead Core segment. Good job. No, nice grab, dude. Nice grab. PSA and Beckett are the way to go, it seems. For now, it can always change. And I'm totally open to the idea that there is a new up-and-coming grading company that could just sweep everyone off their feet. 
But as it stands, yeah, of course, PSA. In all honesty, I don't feel like I've I myself have been in, a, in the the like industry or market or like grading long enough to know who's better than who. It's really just who I started with first, and then loyalty. Yeah, loyalty. I've just decided to stay there because. Mm-hmm. I don't play like learning BGS submission and learning CGC submission or whatever else. I've been grading cards for over a decade. I can tell you for sure. PSA has become a lot easier to get nines. And I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. Really. I mean, I think, like I said, I think, I think their grading is fair. That's the word. It's not hard. It's not easy. It's fair. Perfectly fair. Um, when should we regrade? Uh, if it's in, if it's from a green company that you, uh, necessarily don't like, yeah. if you don't care, if you care, you don't care if it's GMA or CGC or, uh, CGS or BCCG <laughs> or whatever it is, all, like there's tons of grading MNT. If you don't care about it, then don't, don't crack it open and don't uh, regrade it. But if you're like, Hey, this is a PSA nine and I really want it to be in a, in a BGS slab mm-hmm. because you like BGS, then, yeah. then crack it and regrade it. Or if you really, really disagree with, with the grade. Yeah. But it's kind of hard because I don't think any of us are professional, uh, grading like, uh, yeah. Well, and to, so regrading solely to make money is dangerous. Very dangerous. If you're regrading because it's your personal collection card, you need to get this brand instead of this brand. And you're confident that it's going to get a decent grade. I don't see any issues with that, but, um, to go buy a GMA, GMA 10, crack it and hope that you're going to get a PSA 10 to make money. You know, once the cost of the card grading fees, all that stuff, um, it can definitely, it could definitely bite you in the butt. So, um, when should you regrade? I think it's, it's at your discretion and what your reasoning is. I got a perfect example here. I had a, uh, promo stained glass birds from hidden fates Elite trainer box. that came back in a six. Now me and Denny have kind of, got down to the bottom and like, okay, maybe what we thought was a Nick was actually considered a crease. Yeah. That could be why it's a six. So I could go back and send it into BGS and say, have subgrades and and find out kind of what exactly it was, you know, even though I know I don't care for BGS, if it was in BGS, I I wouldn't mind, but I would just do it just so I would know justification for like my own sanity. That's it. Um, how do I feel about subgrades? I wish PSA had them. I I think they will. I think they will now that they have a new new ownership and that they're a seven hundred million dollar company. When they introduce their new tech, um, I think I think they totally will add subgrades, and I think it's great to to be able to justify why yep. a card got something. Um, to see an eight point five on edges and a nine and centering, a ten on surface, all that stuff matters. And um, I wish PSA would do it, but I'm not upset either. But I have I have BGS labs that I that I look at the little subgrades. I think they're cool. I, think I agree. Cool. I think they're cool too. I, I don't wish, think it I want PSA to do them. I don't think it adds more value. I don't think it does either. Right. Whether they tell you or not, the grade is the grade. Um, so I think it just makes us feel better. That's like a customer thing. Um, I've seen Blastoise and Venusaur for about 200 to 300 PSA sevens, occasional eights. I would do an eight for, for two to 300. I, I was looking for a Venusaur for a long time and people wanted about four plus, And I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I would totally do that. Um, Blastoise, I'm so sour on because I got rid of my nine self-graded nine self-pulled self-graded. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about Blastoise. Jose, Jose Lopez. That was me. That was me. I just bought a BGS 8.5 base set two 
Zard for 360 yeah, and a PC9 base set Mewtwo for uh, 233. First ever slab Instagram. slash investment purchase. He hit me up on Instagram. I think those are both good prices because we talked about the Zard. I saw a Zard that sold for 450. Base set two Zard, 8.5, sold for 450. So he could literally, if he wanted to, and you were a reseller for whatever reason, you could you could do that and make a little bit of money. Um, but I think 360 is low. That's the bottom line. Whether you're trying to resell or you're building a collection, I think 360 is low. For a base two Zard on an eight point five, absolutely. Um, and then the base set Mewtwo, good. I think anything under three hundred is pretty darn good right now. All right, curious to see when they make the Glarian Birds a card. Yes, I'm curious to see that too because I actually like the Glarian Birds a lot. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I like those cards a lot. That's a good point. I'd be interested in those. I can't, I can't say we're too far away from them because it just came out Battle Cells. You know what I mean? That was Isle of Armor DLC. Yeah. So maybe we might get them soon. Yeah. Ooh, next holiday set? Who knows? Yeah, that could be. That would be nice. What if they make a, a stained glass version 2.0? Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about Southern Island set? Did you collect it back in the day? I like Southern Islands. I never had it as a kid. I think Southern Islands is only like what? Like. 12 cards or 15 cards? Yeah, it's a postcard set. Yeah. There's, there's multiple sets. Um, but you got to get all the pieces to kind of... I like the Mew. Like the, the, yeah, Mew. the Mew. Everyone, every, most the, people are familiar with the, with the Mew. The Mew in there, and there's another one in there, too. Um, I, think it's, I think it's a Lapras. It's, and then the only reason why I like it because it's Lapras, and I think it has a Dratini in the back because they're both, like, in a pond. Mm. So... Yeah. Uh... I have not I have not collected any Southern Islands though. Yeah, I was looking at it for a while. I just decided not to. Uh what are some PokeTuber TikToker members of the community that you look up? I'll go on this first. Uh not Shivam, not Shivam. However okay. you say it. Sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um PokeRev and the Card Economist. <laughs> and my list. Probably Alex Hodges. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Same thing. Um, and they're all different in their own ways. So Yeah, they all have something different to they're offer. All, they're yeah. way different. They're way different in terms of uh That's why you kinda you gotta you gotta listen to all of them. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. listen to all of them and sometimes if you don't like the things that they say or you don't necessarily agree with the things they say, which is kind of I don't know, it's kinda odd because these guys <laughs> these guys are like the ones that are like Yeah, they're yeah. They've been doing this for a while, but uh if you don't agree, then, you know, listen to the next guy's opinion on, on the topic. Cause most of them will have an opinion on certain topics that are big in the Pokemon community. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, figure out where you kind of, where your opinion fits in at. If you don't really necessarily agree with PokeRev, but you see more eye to eye with Alex Hodges and not Shivam, then yep. Hey, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not being toxic, it's all good. Yep. We're all going to disagree at one point. Um, but that's just how it is. Uh, and uh, what I've found in Pokemon, it's not, that people don't like certain people because of Pokemon it's, they don't like each other's personalities. That's what, that's what clashes. So, um, when you learn to respect each other, it's kind of easy to get past that. But, um, yeah, those are the same people I like card economist card economist is really good for vintage pricing, grading, the economics behind why that stuff happens. Um, PokeRev is great entertainment and also, you know, just a massive collector overall and does provide value, not just, not just ripping packs, but he actually knows his stuff, which I really like. Um, and he's very professional. 
very professional. He stays to himself, has never been caught in any sort of controversy. Alex Hodges, local to us in Southern California. He was one of my first TikTok followers. I don't know why he followed me. We both started around the same time too. Um, and he was just dropping comments, being a friend. Trying to make more content. Trying, yeah. to get, trying to get Alex Hodges to follow me. So he's cool. Um, and, not, and not Shiva. No, he's, he's not. Following. Yeah, he is. He's following me? He's totally following you. No, he's not. No, he's not. Watch. Look it up. I promise you. You guys want to bet? Since when? Since when? Shivam, believe it or not, Devin turned me on to Shivam, and I used to see Shivam on my for you page. All he the was time. actually he was my first my first uh, Poke Talker that that yeah. popped up, and I was like watching his stuff, and I was like, I like this guy, and I didn't. I actually didn't. I wasn't a fan of Shivam at first because I used to see him getting triggered by everyone and fighting with everyone in the comments. Then when I started to actually watch his content and figure out what he's about, I was like, we we're very much the same person, um, and I like the way he conducts himself. I like the way he collects too. Yeah. I like the way he collects. Let's see here. All right. Where are we at here? When you have time, check out Pokey Hub on TikTok. You'd be pleasantly impressed by my vintage collection. Wait. Huh? What? When the, wait, when the, when did that happen? I don't know. I just, I, <laughs> I just know he follows you. I didn't I know, know that. Things. I know How everything. did you know that? Because I know everything. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, have you guys thought of inviting other special guests on the podcast or keeping it as a dynamic duo? Either is dope stuff. I've considered it. We haven't, we haven't talked about it amongst each other. What's that? Uh, having guests on the podcast or on the show. We've considered it. Yeah, we've considered it. Uh, we just barely started ourselves. I think, yeah, I think, I think we're trying to focus. We've got to get used to the brand of the Pokey Tower before we can start bringing in uh, other stuff and like, it's a, it's a lot easier. Like it'd be a lot easier if, if we'd only get people on here, that's going to, that are going to offer the same amount of value that we feel that we offer. Right. Mm-hmm. So it'd be people that we can learn from when we talk to them, we sit down, we talk to them, we ask them questions. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They give us their insight. It'd be stuff that we can learn from too. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be like the, if we were going to have anyone on the podcast, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I know Denny agrees with me too. Um, they got to be closely aligned with how we, we do things here. Yeah. Um, um, and cause you don't, we wouldn't want some coming here and just bombing. You know what I mean? And then you guys are like, Oh dude, yeah, don't ever do that don't again. Do that. Yeah. That's a horrible, that was a horrible episode for sure. You know what I mean? And, uh, sure. cause I feel like me and Danny have a really good insight of, of the community that we built. And then we have a good, uh, I understand you guys. Yeah. You we know. know. I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> I'm not uh, feed you some crap you don't want, you know? Um, and I don't know how many of you are aware, but I did do a small collab a few weeks ago on another channel and I wasn't pleased with how that went over for my audience. Wasn't nope. pleased at all. So. We would definitely need, I think we need it. We're getting there. We're getting there, but I think we need a little bit more of a, a stronger uh, foundation. I mean, we, we have a great one already as is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. The amount, the, our supporters and our listeners are like, you guys are the best. You guys are the best. You guys, you guys are the best. I've seen, I've seen some very toxic crowds and that is not our peeps here. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much for that. Uh, but you guys are great. What I was saying is that if we had a, a better foundation, we'd be a lot more, um, like, I don't know the word, like attractive to, you know, people like Pokey Rev, people oh, right, like, right. Okay, I, mean? I see what Devin's saying. Devin, Devin basically saying we're too small for the people that we'd want to collab with. They wouldn't even take us seriously. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause when you got Pokey Rev, who's, who's doing a, a live, uh, stream with Gary V. Yeah. We're yeah, not, we don't got the clout, guys. That's what it is. We ain't got the clout. <laughs> All right, it's a, it's it's a good good question though. Yeah, I like that one. 
What's your guys' least favorite generation? Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Wow. I had Get to think about here. that one, but Sun and Moon. It was, it was between Diamond and Pearl and Sun and Moon. Oh, Diamond and Pearl superior. Yeah, Diamond and Pearl is better than Sun and Moon, but I had to think. I was like, hmm. Uh, I have a complete Southern Island set. Only 18 cards. Check my talk. Sweet. I like Slow King. That's tight. Fly out as a guest. Will... <laughs> One day when we're not imprisoned to our homes, I guess. Ivy says, I usually take the easy way out with bulk, but I'm going to take the advice. I'm going to hustle and sell on eBay. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I'm telling you it's worth it. And you're going to have mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to sell cards for too cheap. You're going to have people, you know, complain, whatever. It took me about three months to get rolling. The more, and now it's just, and use all 200 listings, use all the 200 free listings on eBay. And it, the more you feed the beast, the more sales accumulate. It just happens. But you're also going to have a whole lot more volume going out. So you may, you may, uh, come across some, some returns, some more like hiccups here and there in terms of different customers and sellers that are buying your cards because you are getting a whole lot more volume out yeah. there. Yeah. So you're going to be like, man, I never had so many people return stuff. I've only had two people say that they didn't get their bulk card in the mail and I just sent them back the dollar 50. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because when you're making hundreds, thousands, you'll probably dollars, sell another dollar 50 that night. Yeah. So and it's part of business. And the reason I like selling bulk is it's one of the quickest ways for you guys to become a top seller because the reviews come in like hotcakes. Whereas if you were only selling one or two rare cards, you know, um, it would take you forever to become a top seller and sustain that status. But if you want to be a top seller and get the benefits of, you know, 10% discounts on final value fees and things like that, bulk is a great way to build up your eBay store. Looks great. Uh, let's see here. Just started on TikTok. been collecting Pokemon since I was 14. I'm now 34. Awesome. You guys are the best. Straight to the point, honest and sincere. No BS and nonsense content. Hey, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I'm sure there's someone out there that thinks we do though. So I'm glad that you guys value that. And like you guys see that on us. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Chris here. was Eddie. Aside from your bulk order goal 2021, what are your guys' goals and aspirations for the podcast? <laughs> and where do you see your guys' stuff in five years? I think you guys are big time already. Goats. Wow. Yeah. Hey, that's a. It's a big statement there, Chris, but we appreciate it. Um, I think the podcast, I'd like to reach 10,000 plays. That's a, that's our first short-term goal. We're at 2.7,000 plays right now. In I'd five like years? 10K. Oh, no. Oh, in five years? Holy cow. I'd imagine I'd imagine we could do something like Joe Rogan. Okay. But for Pokemon. Let me think. Yeah, in five years, I'd want to be like Joe Rogan, but for Pokemon. Yeah. 100%. percent do that. That would be like, yeah, that's, that's the, that would be a, the, uh, goal. the end of the year goal though, would be to have, we, we got how many, how many total listens have we, uh, we're at 2.7 thousand plays right now. 2.7 thousand plays yeah. for our podcast, uh, in a total of four months. Yeah. So there's 12 months in a year. So that means we should be able to average about 6,000 this year. Right. Something like that. I don't know. Something like that. That'd be nice. So yeah, I would say 10,000, 10,000 plays, 10,000 plays within this year would be, would be a short term goal for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see here. Everything after diamond and pearl. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I could almost agree with that. Diamond and pearl. I didn't even play. That's the one video game I've not played. 
What type of envelopes and stamps do you use for your bulk again? Okay. We're going to do this one more time. One more time. These are called forever stamps. They're 55 cents each. I use these. These are totally acceptable, but I also use non-machinable stamps. These are 70 cents each. What's the difference? Non-machinable, when you slap this on there, even though they're 70 cents each, the post office cannot put your envelope through their automated machine. So it can't roll the card through the machine. It costs more because they have to do it by hand, which means your card may end up in better shape when it gets to where it needs to go. Comes down to math on which one you want to use. Rare holographic that was like five or six bucks, maybe use this. Bolt commons that was like, you know, a dollar or two, maybe use these. It's your discretion. There's no right or wrong. I buy bulk mailers on Amazon, four by six bulk bubble mailers. It costs like seven bucks for like, I don't know how many, but it, it boils down to 15 cents an envelope. That's also, it. also if, if you're, you're new to eBay, right. And you're, you're just, you're just going to get on and start posting some of your bulk in your cards. Make sure you're not uh, shipping internationally. Yeah. Turn That's another big thing. Shipping. I don't do international shipping. Yeah. I just don't. I've, I had a night. I've had a few nightmares in an international. I don't want to do it. I could now that I have more experience, but I just, I, I have no issues operating in us only sales. Yep. Well, all right. Let's see here. Devin, did you really think sun and moon as your least favorite generation kind of answered that fast? Uh, as alpha child, right? Alpha child, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, yeah, I answer that fast because when I, when I think about like generations of Pokemon, Leo, I think Manila? about, I think about, uh, the, the legendary. And then I think about the starters. Yeah. Like I have to think about which ones and I go, Oh, then I know all the rest of the Pokemon. Yeah. yeah I don't the, like that generation. The Alolan generation. Yeah. Trash compared to the Kanto Kanto guys. Okay. Alolan executor inferior to Kanto executor. The only one that maybe gets away with this is Volpix. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Doug trio suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You guys feeling this? Suck. <laughs> what? Who else is in there? I mean, ugh. I mean, Can't I guess, it. I guess, like glaring, meow, glaring meow. No, that's that's cool. That's that's glaring for Circer. Yeah, yeah, that's not different. That's He's not different. Alola. Yeah, Alolan, Alolan, or whatever you call it. Oh no, Alolan Marowak. Alolan Marowak's dope. Okay, that's okay. He is the most that's dope Alolan. That's an exception. Yeah. All right. Still, Lunala Solgaleo versus. Uh, Palkia and Dialga. Yeah, and then Come even on. like even like the I don't know if Come the legendaries didn't play Sun and Moon, but I think they like pseudos maybe. Reshiram Zekrom versus Tapu 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 Bulu yeah, and Tapu, Tapu Fini and yeah yeah Tapu Coco. Not I don't in on those guys. Yeah, I'm not in on them. Not in on it. So hopefully we justify. I like our I like battling monsters, and not battling totem poles. There you go. I, I get what they're doing, but um, I don't know. It was a weird stretch. Yeah. It seemed like a more lighthearted, fun type of Pokemon than it was like competitive, serious. Maybe the kids like it though. Maybe yeah. maybe kids that, that that was the first generation that they were, came, became aware of. It could totally be a big deal for them. And I don't. That's that's cool. I like that. I like that little kids don't like Kanto. That's like our stuff. You know what I mean? Alpha Childs. I'm a top seller now because of the bulk sales. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I need to start with my bulk so that when the slabs come back, I have some feedback. Yes, that that's the idea. That's the idea. No one's going to buy slabs from a guy with zero feedback. So if you want your high end, if you want to be credible on your high end sales, you got to have some feedback. It's a great way to do it. 
Great way. That's why we ask for your guys' feedback so we can have we can be more credible and have someone like PokeRev come on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly why. A lowland Doug Trio's hair is a crime. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> you know the little hairs on his head? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets the, uh, I can't believe it's not butter locks. You know the guy that, the uh, old commercial, I can't believe it's not butter? Yeah. Fab, uh, no. Fla- Fabio? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has the long, long blonde hair. We said Marowak was the exception. Marowak is the exception. Alolan Marowak is sick. Okay. Alolan Sandslash? Average. I think still yeah. pick a regular sand slash. Yeah. At least at least the regular sand slash was on Gary's team, you know what I mean? For a little bit. Um didn't really like Pokemon Black and White too much. Least memorable Pokemon in my opinion. It's not that it's not that good of a gameplay, but I will tell you this. It's the only reason why I started playing competitively. Because in Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2, I finally learned about EV Ivy training. And that's when Pokemon XY came out for the 3DS. That's how I was able to obtain a championship when I was on deployment because I had learned about EVIV training. You know what's funny is I, I after after it was a grind after second generation, um, so like silver and gold. Yeah. After after that, I I stopped playing for like a little bit. I mean, I, I think I played up to like leaf green and fire red, and then I stopped, and then I started playing on Omega Sapphire or whatever it was. Yeah, leaf Omega green fire red was sick. Yeah. But such a good game. I finished Sword and Shield super quick. I mean, I was like, I love this game. Yeah, it's a great game. But I haven't finished Omega Sapphire. I don't know what it is. And I and I love it. I put countless hours into my Emerald version. I mean, like, I have countless hours yeah. <laughs> into that game. Well, and but Sword and Shield... I'm finding it hard to finish Omega Sapphire, which is weird. The most interesting thing... So, um, kids that are five, six, seven years old, the way they've responded to Sword and Shield is very similar to how we responded to Red and Blue. You know what I mean? Um, so Sword and Shield has some great support, which Galarian Weezing was the worst. Okay, I'll tell you this. Um, Galarian Weezing, his art is despicable, but the fact that they made him fairy typing and he's super bulky, he's yeah, he's actually got some utility to him in the yeah, gameplay. Yeah, he, he's a big, big utility guy. In the gameplay. Now, he does look like crap. I'll give you that. Put up a light screen or yeah. um, whatever his mist is. Bulky, I think so cures status him. conditions. Yeah, and fairies, you know. Not, yeah. a lot of, not a lot of people stack poison types on their team. Poisons are annoying. But he's not very meta either. I don't think he would be like on a meta team. So he's just, again, that, that makes him trash. My, am I, did we all? Oh my God. That's we it. Caught we up. caught up. All right. But what I think we're uh, an hour and 14 in now. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to answer a couple more questions. A couple more. And then uh, we'll be out by an uh, hour and 30. We'll be out by then. One game I wish I played is Hard Gold Soul Silver. I played that one. I played that one too. But it was one of those ones. Um, it was one of those ones that I beat, beat, and then I was like over it. Yeah, I did it for the storyline. I was like, I want to see how much they changed the storyline, how much stuff they added in, and then the new graphics, and I was done with it. Once I learned about Eevee and Ivies, I wanted to sh- my shiny Pokemon to be top tier. Yeah, th- yeah, and Sword and Shield <laughs> makes it really cool. Me, Voltify, me, and you are in the same boat on that one for Dude, sure. Status, man, you just go flex like a full shiny team, maxed out Ivies. Yeah, nuts. You always knew you were in trouble when you went when you went in an online tournament against someone, and they throw out their sweeper and it's shiny, and you're like, "Oh, it's over. Oh, this guy put in work. It's mm-hmm. over." <laughs> that guy's like, "Yeah, you're done." Yeah, you I see, think, you see that shiny Alakazam or shiny Gengar come out, and you're like, "Ah, oh, 
I'm done. He's about he's about to sweep. Shiny Bisharp. I'm done. <laughs> shiny Haxers. Sweep me. Shiny Haxers. Shiny uh, Gabbit. Done. Not Gabbit. Garchomp. Done. I think Kanto, Johto, and Hoenn were the best. Agreed. Hundred percent agreed. agreed. That. That's spot on. Sword and Shield are cool, but I feel like the games are easier to complete after that. That being said, those games didn't have EV Ivy. Um, I don't know. Sword and Shield had some challenging spots. I thought it was fair. I, I just if I had to pick good or bad, it's just like average. It was cool. I like the expansions a lot. The expansions saved that game. Hopefully yeah, the expansions saved. It. I think it's the expansions that I'm more talking about because I like I like the amount of like the expansions made it fun. Yeah, me and Devin spent all day researching how to find those legendaries and stuff. It's like actually what you would have done in the original Pokemon with your strategy guide, sitting you know? in Blockbuster Where reading you your strategy guide. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like that though. Until Hoenn, oh yeah, now it's more competitive than story based for sure. Hoenn had a great story. Hoenn had a great story. Where was Hoenn? That's Ruby Sapphire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I like that you can make the little fort. Mm-hmm. And I could. Like, yeah, that was that. sick. Like, yeah, dude. Fire. All right, I got a question for you guys: Gigantamax or uh, Max? Mega? Mega Evolutions. Mega Evolution or Gigantamax? Which one do you guys prefer? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, let's see here. Max IVs, Shiny Charizard, Gigantamax. Oh, yeah, that would be sick. That would be a massive flex. Megas, let's go. Oh, yeah. Leveling up is way easier now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way easier. With um, like the uh, and, and like you said, that's the team geared, share and all that stuff. Geared towards competitive play. It's to get you online and playing against other people faster. I I totally understand what you're saying. No, gone are the days of swapping Pokemon out. I agree, Alpha Child. Mega Evolutions for sure. I think they made the Mega Evolutions look way cooler than Gigantamax stuff. Don't get me wrong. There's some Gigantamax Pokemon though that are sick. Cinderace, Gigantamax standing on a fireball, sick. Blastoise with a bunch of cannons on his back, sick. No. Venusaur turning into like a crocodile with a big palm tree on his back, sick. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Scratch or screech and earthquake or hyper beam, then switch out. Yeah, dude, I remember those days. I remember those days. Not anymore. Exp share, yeah, for one Pokemon. There was you, we have it, to do a giveaway. It's, it's almost the same thing. Earthquakes, earthquake and hyper beam now. We have to do a giveaway. Let's take some more moves. Oh, yeah. We got a giveaway to do. We got to do a giveaway. Holy cow. I don't even know. Yeah. Wow. We just almost got to the end of this one, too. We totally forgot. Um, Does anyone have duel links and would be willing to duel right now? Oh, I don't even have. <laughs> what? I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, that'd be cool. What? Does anyone want to duel to try and win? Something today. That'll be the giveaway, I guess. Yeah. Inteleon GMAX. They gave him a sniper tower. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I didn't pick him, so I, I never got to see it in the game, but I saw it like online. I agree. The games are too easy now, but don't blame. I don't blame Pokemon. No, I'm, I'm the same. Same thing. It is what it is. You know, this is, and it's not my era for video games anymore, right? Like, let the kids, let the let the let that rest on kids' shoulders. I'll still play, but it's not my place to like 
change the dynamic of what is evolving, right? Like my time is, is done. Let me get home and set up a deck. Well, we need to play someone right now. Cause we're about to, we're about to, uh, call it a day here pretty soon, but we need to do a giveaway. He said domino city rules. Do you know what that is? I don't know what that is. Domino city rules. Is domino city. Isn't that domino city. Isn't that where the, the, the Kaiba tournament was battle city. Oh, that's battle city. Yeah. Domino city rules. I don't know. We need to set up a duel. What's domino city. I'm a little, I'm a little off with my like Yu-Gi-Oh. I've been watching the show, rewatching it again, but I'm not super familiar Nobody with that guy. A deck ready to fight Devin. <laughs> Why does it have to be me? Nobody's ready. <laughs> I'm driving the FedEx truck right now. Oh man, that sucks. Maybe next time. Yeah. Any duelist. Well, we still need to do a giveaway. Yeah. A giveaway. So um, come up with something real quick. Let's think real fast. Brainstorm. <clears throat> After the Pegasus arc, they were cheating like all season. Of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Then that is that is uh, where they do the, the Battle City. That is Domino. where they do the Egyptian God cards and uh, oh. stuff. Oh, Domino Battle City, the same thing. Okay, got it. Got it. I peeped that Charizard Prism possible ten. No, I think at the best I'll get a nine, um, unless unless they have some sort of criteria for stickers where like um, micro scratches are allowed, but there are micro scratches on it's a, it's a decal. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how that works out, but um, no, I would say, I would say nine at the best seven at the worst. I'm seven and nine. I'm somewhere in there, but I, I've never graded a, uh, the 1997 um, pocket monster card. So I'm not sure. Got it. All right. What we're going to do. All right, so for this week's giveaway, guys, uh, giveaway time. The first person. Well, why are we gonna? Where are we gonna answer the question at? You want to do it here live, like right now? But there's only 11 people in. But no. I mean, that could be rewarding for the 11 people who stayed. Well, I'm gonna drop a new video on TikTok here pretty soon. When tonight? Yeah, tonight. Hmm. I'm dropping a video on Cinderace here pretty soon. I was just waiting until our live show's over. He said, "Bring it." All right, so the giveaway will be, um, I just, I guess we're still figuring out the, uh, the, uh, what instructions or criteria here, whatever it is, well, um, wherever you want to, wherever you want to get the answers that you want to, you want to, uh, okay. see, like we always have to find a way to funnel in where we can have you guys contact us. Otherwise there's timestamps everywhere and then yeah. it's unfair for everybody. So yeah. we have to figure out how we can funnel people somewhere so that we can see the timestamps of when whoever commented first and that's what i'm just trying to figure out i'll let Danny figure that out but yeah the question is the giveaway question that needs to be answered to win this week's giveaway is how many times has hidden fates been reprinted oh do you know that answer <laughs> i think i know okay don't answer here do not answer here do not answer here do not answer here you guys need to send the answer on my latest TikTok video. I will be posting a video tonight. I'm posting a video tonight. Put your <laughs> He said, but I didn't see I didn't see those comments. He said pulls out phone. That guy CT. Okay. There's a video that I'm going to put out. We comment your answer on there to win. Yep. That's what it's going to be. 
Sounds good. How many reprints were there at Hidden Fates? Do not comment in this chat. Leave it on my, I'm going to drop a new video here shortly after we're done with this, this live, drop a new video, put your answer there. And on we, TikTok, this, this still has to be published. Podcast listeners won't, if you weren't here during the live, they're not going to hear it till Saturday. So I'm sure by then we'll have a winner. So yeah. if you're listening to this on Saturday, I'm sure this giveaway will already have a winner, unfortunately, but uh, the early burger gets a worm. And for everyone who stayed during the live podcast showed up on Thursday to our live Q and a, you guys are going to get a little, uh, a little extra boost this yeah. week in, in no, uh, the giveaway today. Yeah. You guys killed it. You guys killed it in the chat. So to give back to all the, the, uh, the YouTubers. Yeah. Reward them. Reward the people for showing up to the live. Cause you guys are giving us your time being here. Um, Last thing before we go guys, if you haven't yet hit the like button, please. Um, and then you can always drop us a comment when the video uploads later today or something like that. We'd really appreciate that. Subscribe, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. And I think that's it. You got anything? That's it. Great show today, guys. We appreciate you all for your questions and the respectable chat that we had. This is amazing. We'll continue to do this. Um, we're having a great time and we, thank you everyone. Yep. Thank you guys. See you. All ya. right. Later. Later. Boom.